it's so gross. I actually think that if you take the jizz and you mix it with breast milk and leave it on the counter, uh, it turns into a duck. Aflac. <laughs> no, um, I used to always have sex in the kitchen, um, right, because there's, there's a cool mirror in there. And, well, also, I'm really, really lazy, and I don't like doing my sheets, and, um, right? So I would try to, I try to get guys to, to come into the compost, you know? But I eat a lot of eggs, because I'm kind of like an ovo-vegetarian type person. I eat so many eggs. But what happened was one time, uh, he came into the compost, and the next morning, uh, there was a duck. Aflac. No, I don't know. I'm, like I said, I'm doing a lot of acid. <laughs> I, I this is, these are the jokes come out when you're like sitting at home and you're like, that's, there's my cat and the shadow people are here now. Woo! Anybody, know, everybody know about the shadow people? Uh, they've been jizzing all over my carpet. No, I don't know. I don't know what the shadow people are doing. <laughs> I need to be doing a lot less as. Do you ever smoke so much pot that you understand Spanish on the bus? Has that ever happened to you too? Yeah, Jacinta. Jesus has been cheating on you forever. We all know about it. All of San Francisco knows Jacinta. Uh, ¿Qué pasa en tus pantalones? Una fiesta en mis pantalones, todos bien. The flyer. Oh, my other important thing to, I only know like two things in Spanish. It's that and uno más cubeta de cervezas, por favor. One more bucket of beers, please. These are the only important things you need in a language. Okay, I wanted to do my jizz joke. What is my other new joke? I guess I'll run that one because it's kind of. I'm I'm very I'm very single. It's I'm lonely, uh, but I've never internet dated because I don't. I don't know. It's kind of what I rest my integrity on. I've never had an internet dating profile, and I've I've never seen the movie Titanic. These are two things. That I've never done that I rest my integrity on. And, uh, and uh, but I'm lonely and I thought, oh, well, you know, I'm do, I kind of want to do meet people. Maybe I should get a profile, a hinge or a bumble or a Craigslist misconnection. I should do something to get out there, right? So I asked one of my guy friends, or I asked, well, I asked my girlfriend, I said, hey, you've been internet dating. What do you, what do you do? What do you do to internet date? And she said, well, I raised that bar really high. Okay. And then I asked one of my guy friends, what do you do to internet? said, well, you got to lower that bar way, way down. My question is, why can't we just meet at the bar? <laughs> Does everyone has to take a survey? I don't know if we're compatible unless I take a survey because I can't communicate with you in any meaningful way unless I know everything about you and I've seen 15 pictures and I know who you are. Like, you either know or you don't if you're attracted to someone. It's that easy. Is it not? I mean, I'm lonely. I don't know how it works. Can someone tell me? No, so I was outside a bar smoking, looking for hot men. As I do, thank you. And uh, a fire truck came by, right, and parked. And out of it spilled like 10 hot men in costume, right? And one of them had, oh, yeah, one of them had an axe. And I was like, oh, yeah. And they all, like, ran up the stairwell to save someone from an opiate overdose or something. I don't know. It's San Francisco. I don't know what they were doing there. But they came down right away. I haven't even finished my cigarette. And I thought, oh, well, the person must be dead. But I, I saw one of the hot guys, and, and I, I looked at him, and I, like, waved at him. And he waved back. And I gave him, like, a little, sh- like a little shoulder and, like, a little flip. I was wearing a cute skirt, and I was like, hi. And then we were so vibing, he rang the bell. He rang the bell, ring-a-ding. 
but I'm so stupid. I didn't take down the number of the fire truck. So how am I supposed to find hot firemen everywhere? Right? So, well, this is, my, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the same place at the same time, and I'm going to pay a questionably housed man $20 to start a fire. Right? And then, woo, woo, woo. See, well, that's my version of Tinder. Okay, see, there it is. It's a long way to go for the punchline, but I'm going to do it. All right, we have one last comedian tonight. I'm so excited that he's here. He's new to the room. Put your hands together, everybody, for Shay. Five minutes? That's a lot of time. Damn. I'm the last one. That's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of good comedians out here tonight. How's everybody feeling? Really? Just that much? Okay, it's Monday in San Francisco. I get it. Get into it. Who in here feels that they suffer from privilege? Really? Only the white people said anything? I'm really working on this joke because a lot of people don't get it because privilege is really hard to understand, right? It's something that's invisible. You don't feel it. You carry it with you all the time, and it makes you feel good about yourself. Kind of sounds like Jesus. <laughs> so, I mean, I grew up in the church, so we can sing like we can sing songs about privilege, just like I learned songs about Jesus. So, the song I learned about Jesus. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Does anyone know this song? All right, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. But instead of light, we're going to put in privilege. Can everybody sing it with me? <laughs> this little privilege of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let me hear y'all sing it. This little privilege of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Okay, way to break in. Now we having fun. I mean, we all have to like start with just accepting our privilege. There are some things that I admit I'm better. Like I brought in a woman who is healthily fucked. See, she's the only one who laughed at that because she knows she's healthily fucked. No matter what happens, I'm about to go and fuck the shit out of her tonight. So if somebody's having a bad night, they can take cues from me and say my privilege is I lays it down. But you know what? There are some privileges that are hard to accept. And there's some negatives because this is America. And it giveth and taketh There's that Jesus reference again. See, that's called a callback to all the people who are still trying to learn how to do this. Privilege gives and it takes away. So as much 
as I feel confident in my ability of making sometimes I have problems being vulnerable. You know, because I'm funny. I'm the life of the party and sometimes I don't listen. And because I'm handsome, I really don't think I should have to. <laughs> so I mean she complains to me all the time about why I should come why I need to buy groceries have a job. And I mean, I want to listen to her. I want to build our relationship and make it stronger. Then I look in the mirror and realize, damn, I'm handsome. I can always get another girl. Shit. <laughs> Privilege. Privilege. You gonna really go heckle me? See? See, now that 30 minutes of love making is going to go down to 15. See, that didn't make it on the radio. So you got to come to the show to see what I did. We need to pack this house. All right. Uh, okay, I work in a job that is both rewarding, interesting, changes every day, but also stressful as hell. Does anyone work with kids? No, thank God, you guys are lucky as fuck. Uh, most of my material comes from children, actually, because they're hilarious. They write great jokes. And the thing about it is, <laughs> kids write jokes and they don't realize that they're writing material because they're just living and just feeling things for the first time. So today I had a kid run up to me and said, Okay, tell me, what, what the fuck is it? That's what I'm thinking in my head. I didn't tell him what the fuck is it. That's how you get fired, okay? So I said, okay, please tell me what it is. Mr. Harrigan, I think you're really cool. Motherfucker, I know I'm cool. That's why I'm teaching you. The fuck you mean? But you know, I can't tell him that, so I'm like, all right, man, I appreciate it. Thank you. That means a lot. It, like, you don't understand. I think you're so cool. We should be best. Motherfucker, you are six. What the fuck I want to be best friends with you? You don't got a job. You can't take me to the movies. Shit, you ain't gonna be good in the mall. What the fuck can you do for me? But I realized, six, he don't got no friends. He don't know how to interact with nobody. You know what I'm saying? So I have to break it down to him. I looked him dead in his eyes. I'm like, go sit your ass down and shut the fuck up. I got shit to do. And that's my time. Thank you for having fun with me. This is That Nigga in Comedy. Yay! Yay, that was Shay, everybody. Welcome to San Francisco. That was wonderful. Yay! All right, well, Dom, it looks like Dom didn't show up in time, but we did it. We had a show, and, and that was super fun. We have new people, and another new people, and audience people, and, and a high schooler. That was all very exciting today. Yeah, his dad was in the car. I'm so glad I didn't. 
Usually I smoke so much weed before the show and it's like hot boxed in here. And I didn't and I'm so glad because the child would have been like, the dad, I mean, he would have come out smelling like weed and the dad would be like, you could never go to that weird radio station ever again. Well, hopefully the radio station exists after tomorrow. We'll find out. Um, and thanks again for being here. Is anybody driving to Blarney Stone that wants to give me a ride? Or, or I can take the bus. It's not a big deal. Uh, it's at 20th and Geary is Blarney Stone. It has 8.15 signups. They usually start about 9 o'clock. And there's always an audience. There's just regulars that drink there on a Monday. It's so funny, people that just like to drink. That's a weird thing, too. All right, Sydney, that was great. That was really funny. Come back again and again. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Or maybe we won't. We'll see. <laughs> Bye.
of you every day and wish I could Please send us some money. Please keep listening. Come down to the station. 21st in Florida. Sunny and flat.
Oh, baby, now, when bells ring out 
watch a full length movie on you. Let's watch full length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. Hi. Let's watch full This is Carl. Movie I'm Mike's friend. On YouTube with I wrote Michael this song. Spiegelman. My turn ons are sad sheets. I like to pee outdoors. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Yo, that stands for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Good to see you, as always. Yo, as likewise. We are streaming at first on MutinyRadio.fm. What is MutinyRadio.fm? It's a streaming internet uh, radio station from San Francisco. Just type in MutinyRadio.fm, and we are on the schedule every Sunday. 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We are also a podcast and a YouTube video podcast, and you can find us both at our acronym, L-W-A-F-O-M-O-Y-T. We are going to watch with you a full-length movie on YouTube. Carl, what is the movie this week? Straight out of Frisco. We are – no, it's L.A. We are watching The Little Shop of Horrors. The Little Shop of Horrors, 1960. Okay, The Little Shop of Horrors, try not to sing the title, Now, 1960. Now, this is very important, Carl, take it away. Okay, it's there are so many copies out there. Some of them are bad, lots of them have ads, some of them are black and white and color. So we want the channel Watch Now Sci-Fi Fantasy. So here's how you go. D don't search for Little Shop of Horrors, 1960. You can if you want, maybe you'll find it that way. But I would put in Watch Now... I don't think you have to put in all the way sci-fi fantasy. Just watch now. Okay. Um, search. After your search, then you go to the filter on the right and choose channel. Right. After you choose channel and search, now it's going to come up. Watch now sci-fi fantasy. Okay, so this is a little bit different. We don't want you to look for the title. This title is everywhere. We want you to find the channel that's hosting the best copy. Go ahead and type in watch now. Like, remember your watch and then N-O-W. And then you will find watch now sci-fi and fantasy. And they right. are hosting Little Shop. And then from there, Carl, how do we find Little Shop? Okay, so once you go to watch now sci-fi fantasy, not in the top search bar, because that's all of YouTube, but below, it says home video, shorts, playlist, community channels, about, and search. Mm. You click on that search, and right in there, you put in the, you got to say the, Little Shop of Horrors 1960. Now, is that a peck and hunt I'm hearing? Here we go, Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. Now, wait, wait, wait. It's deceptive because their picture shows the popular 1986 version, okay? So even though it shows that, that is your version, okay? So you're going to okay. want to click on that. You see, like, Audrey 2 choking uh, the life out of Audrey 1. 
other one the human yes in the picture and it looks like it's the 1986 version so, so click this, on that press pause go back to zero is this a colorized version carl yes it is okay all right we'll live uh we'll live like you would prefer black and white no i don't care at this point <laughs> <laughs> i think color is look i'm all with these kooks for like keeping films black and white and stuff i really am you know it's the original etc but um i don't know we've got an audience to entertain and it just looks prettier in color and we're not the library yeah. of congress here right yeah, right. No, it's fine. We we accept colorized movies. Listen, if it wasn't for colorized movies, we would not have TCM, and we would not have a lot of movie historical movies archived thanks to Turner. Turner just wants to make a buck, man. He bought yeah. all these movies. Pooch doesn't he's, care. He's all about the food, going for a walk. But Turner, they want right, their. But it comes to Turner and Hooch. Hooch doesn't care. But Ted Turner, he, he's oh. going to colorize his movies. Make some new money. He's going to archive right. his movies. And because of him, we have a great library of movies. So, yay, colorization. Okay, what a speech. Go watch now Sci-Fi and Fantasy. Go search their uh, search engine for Lil, The Little Shop of Horrors 1960. When you find this epic, get rid of that ad. Hit pause. Move the timer to zero, zero, zero. When you hear press now or whatever. You go, go. It's go. Yeah, here, go. Go. Three, two, one, G-O. Who's going to say it? Why? It's going to be a celebrity comedian. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Jim McVeigh. Welcome, Jim. Uh, thanks for having me. <laughs> now, you are a comedian extraordinaire. You are out there on the scene. Now, you're just back from Colorado. Tell us what the comedy scene's like out there. Is it very different? What's the contrast? Uh, well, uh, I was kind of in, like, the hood and the suburbs. I didn't do any, like, clubs downtown or anything. Uh-huh. Uh, but my buddy, John Maggs, does, uh, does some great shows. He's, like, filling rooms and doing, you know, some pretty cool alternative stuff. Uh, I know he's got, like, a private event at, like, international church of cannabis and they get super <laughs> high in there but i mean the town is weird as there's like a the rocky mountains in the back majestic and yet you know homeless people with catheter bags swinging around uh-huh well you gotta just glad i brought you on just to cheer up our audience talk about the comedy scene and we're hearing about homeless with uh... <laughs> Yeah. So how is John Maggs doing now? He we, we know him from Scotty's. That's a place where you and I got to know each other. Uh, he went out there maybe two years ago, three years ago. How is he doing out there? You just said he's having great success with uh, being a producer. Well, yeah, he's hosting some shows. He's got a grandpa's house brewery and the International Church Comedy. That, I mean, all the, the comics, the local people I met down there said he's got the best shows in town. <clears throat> And, uh, you know, I guess maybe he was having trouble getting on stage and he decided to just, you know, put on better shows. Uh-huh. Yeah. His, his own. His jokes are fucking funny. He's just gotten way funnier. Got, like, a really good following. And it, it, the community is, is cool. I mean, I probably only met about, like, eight comics but uh, between the couple shows. But mm -hmm. they were all really nice, really funny, different walks of life. So 
you know, it's a little, it was refreshing, I guess. Now, I know that you're very serious about studying comics. That's why I see them all right there behind you. <laughs> I got the comics. <laughs> that was hilarious. Now, Jim, you took a bit of a hiatus from comedy for a short time. What, 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 what was that all about? And what Doobie brought you back to us? Uh, well, I'm super uncomfortable doing, uh, you know, this type of thing. So I, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> I didn't want to do any of those virtual shows or anything people were doing during lockdown. And, 